Hello and welcome to this next episode of Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. This is your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon. And on this show, we talk with high-performing business professionals. We want to sharpen our skills. We want to learn new ideas and concepts, share best practices with each other, and get to know really smart people. And we've got a really smart guy on our, on our show today. That didn't come out right, Billy. I'll we'll have to come back to that. Anyway, so listen carefully, take some notes, and uh, look for Billy's contact information at the end so that you can engage with him if you want to, and I'm sure you're going to want to. And as always, we're going to conclude the show with a sales tip from me in our Ask Al segment. So, again, Al Simon with Sandler Training. Simon says, let's talk business on Business Radio X. Our guest today is Billy Gray. Billy is the uh, CEO, owner, founder, uh, absolute uh, uh, starter of all great things with Cray Contracting. Welcome, Billy. Welcome, Al. And first of all, thanks for the intro there. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever uh, uh, included the word smart in my intro, so I will take that as a compliment. Uh, thank okay. you, sir. Okay, I'm glad you did, because some people, when you say they're a smart guy, they go, I'm not sure that's a compliment. I've been called smart other things, but yeah, not smart guy. There you go. All right. Hey, Al, this, this is your producer, Mike, by the way, interrupting your show. Hi. You, you want to do it differently? Here's what we can do. T- say, say Billy is smart right now. Billy is smart. Oh, thanks. Oh, oh there you thanks. go. <laughs> thanks, guys. I love it. <laughs> Y'all make me it. feel really good today. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, let me just say hello to all my fans out there. I, uh, <laughs> I know everybody's listening in and tuned in today, knowing that me and Al are on the show. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Uh, Our producer has some new toys. Here <laughs> so, we go. Super proud to be here and super happy to be with you guys today. Excellent, excellent. Well, Billy, uh, of course, you're a, one of our newest clients at Sandler Training, so I was excited about having uh, you and your team on board. But uh, today is really about, about gray contracting and, and about you know why you're in business, what you do, and why people might want to connect with you. So tell us about gray contracting especially how how you're different uh well first of all we are a minority business owned company uh we're working on our uh second uh mbe certification right now uh so i think that that's extremely important um i've uh, never taken part of so many diversity days uh as i have recently and i uh, never realized that it was such a uh, engine that was performing uh, without my knowledge. I've kind of basically ran my business all the way up until now just on my own skills. I never knew that I had this other tool to work with. Yeah. Um, and as I continue to grow and, and start working for some of the companies that I do, um, they also share the same philosophies as, as I do with uh, diverse businesses and minority-owned businesses. And I didn't realize it was such a thing. Um, but some of these bigger companies, they literally have teams uh, dedicated to diversity, um, which is super cool. Like I said, uh, some of my clients uh, in the commercial real estate industry, like uh, Cushman Wakefield, um, and we're about to do another one with JLL, they literally are having just days that are set aside for diversity day to, to where they're proud of, uh, of, of how many diverse type uh, companies that they're working with and the marks that they're trying to hit and, uh, and, and what they're going to be able to do to even improve on that as we continue to go down the road. So that's, uh, you know, in times like today, that's super exciting stuff, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm proud to be part of that small group. 
Um, and there's definitely some special things and that go along with that being a uh, minority uh, business owned company. Um, so besides that, we're a uh, full general contracting company. Um, we hold the absolute highest uh, uh, contracting license you can get. Um, there are several levels of general contracting license, and we hold. Oh, them. really? I did not know that. Yes, yes, sir. There, sir, as we actually hold the uh, the NASCA license, which allows us to operate in, in 22 other states, also. Okay. Uh, and it gives us the capabilities to build skyscrapers. Um, so, uh, uh, if you can imagine all the people and uh, uh, personnel that you would have to to do a project like that, that's that's my team. All right. Yeah. So. Um, uh, you know, another thing that differentiates us is that, um, you know, I, I kind of learned this bu this business is who I am. Um, it yeah. wasn't something that I, I mean, obviously I learned along the way, but I was groomed from this from the time that I was born. Uh, my father worked for the Ritz-Carlton uh, his whole life. Uh, my father is like the epitome of customer service. Uh, and I literally run my business off the Ritz-Carlton credo. Uh, that's how we treat people, ladies and gentlemen, yes. uh, serving other ladies and gentlemen. Um, and customer service is a very important to us and how I train my employees to deal with our clients is something as simple as just walking down the hall and passing somebody and, and how you say hello and greet them and smile. Yes. Uh, it, it's very important. Those things are uh, uh, super important. Customer service is like, you know, of the highest thing priority for me, just based on my father's experience. Well, the Ritz-Carlton is the world-class standard. So they, that, and there's, that's probably a good reason why you've been doing this for 20 plus years and growing. They are. Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I took my girl to the Ritz Carlton. She said, why do we have to stay there for it costs so much? I said, just trust me. Let's go down there. And on day two, she looked at me and she said, oh, I completely get it now. I understand. Yes. So there's, there's nothing uh, better than uh, being a client and being treated, you know, like that. Yes. Uh, you know, so with that accompanied with, uh, you know, as I said, I'm a minority business owned. I'm, uh, my mother is from Vietnam. Um, so she came over during the war. She actually worked for the U.S. Embassy during the war, which, oh, really? is, which is how we actually made it here. Ah. Um, and not to get too deep into my personal stuff, but when I was born here, my, our father left us, which is, which is actually the best thing that ever happened to me in my life because uh, uh, the, the reason that my mother was here was because her entire family in Vietnam they raised enough money, and this is pro <laughs> this is going to be probably really weird for you guys because they do things differently there. But they raised enough money within the family to have my mother's birth certificate changed to say that she was 18, so that she could actually work for the U.S. Embassy, and that's how she got the job there. How about that? Which is how she ended up getting us here. Uh, and the reason that they picked her was because she was the one in the family that everybody wanted to bank on she had the best chance to come here and make things right for them back there nice um so uh, when you know fast track my father left us uh my mother stuck here doesn't really know the language that much has no family no friends uh or anything like that uh backed her into a corner um and that's where my mother operates the best uh, when she backed, uh, when she was backed into a corner, she came out swinging. Um, and today, my mother owns several businesses. She's a self-made millionaire and uh, just a world-class hustler. Uh, what and a so, story! So, just between her and my father alone, you know, like I said, I just have been given these natural skills to uh, to one day own my own business. Um, yes, I've been helping my mother run businesses since I was five yeah um so it's it's all natural to me it's uh you know i don't have to it's, it's not an effort for me to to yes. go out and do this this is just basically uh who i am and you've obviously uh, figured some things out because i understand you have very low turnover 
Yeah, we have very low turnover. Um, in fact, one of the uh, my first hirees is still with me. I've been in business for 25 years. Um, and uh, I have employees that have been with me over 20 years. Mm. Um, you know, when you, uh, when you hire good people, you treat them the right way, you pay them on time, um, you know, and you build a culture around your business, uh, people don't want to leave. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you treat them right. And, uh, you know, in, in, in today's age, uh, you know, personnel is not an easy thing. It's an em- employee's market. I mean, people can just move around from job to job and they do uh but i find uh having employees is kind of like uh having a girlfriend you know you, you're constantly trying to impress them and you do, do little things here so that they stay around so you know i've just built such a good company culture and i've assumed to always have done the right thing by my employees that um uh like you said i, I have very little turnover yeah um, well you're talking about the world-class customer service standard based on the ritz carlton model and um, those these two things, that, that and the low turnover is probably related, I'm guessing. And I was talking to one of my clients this morning about, uh, about a difference between someone who, who had, does quality work and someone else who just lowballs the quote. And, uh, and, and how some, you know, sometimes prospects just want that lowball quote. And you can't stoop to that level if you're going to keep the integrity of your business, if that's your model. If your model is low cost, fine. Stick to that model. If your model is is high touch, great work, world class customer service, then that's your model. Stick with it, and it works for you. Yeah, I'm you know definitely, uh, and and I do have an opinion on that. There are uh, a lot of companies out there that go for the low ball type of thing, mm-hmm. um, and in my world, I kind of try to. Uh, pitch against that when I'm talking to my clients I'm ha- I have to tell them all the time you have to be very careful of these low bids uh, because what happens is people will come in at a low price get you on the hook and the next thing you know you're getting change order after change order right. after change order plus inflation right right now I mean good you know, your, your your raw materials have to be going up and up and up I mean it's it's uh, it's so bad that our estimates now are only good for 10 days oh, wow. uh, yeah because the, the prices fluctuate so much that we are constantly having to reevaluate pricing boom before we can move on. Okay. Um, and you know the philosophy that I use is that uh, uh, you know if you're if you're the client, you reach out to me to to come help you out with a project. It's it's my I think it's my job to inform and educate you. Um, and if there's going to be a chance of uh, additional costs down the road. I need to be upfront with you about that before Except you that expectation. Before you, you even sign the contract, yes. it's not one of those you know bait and switch things where you sign the contract and then all of a sudden I like oh well. Oh, we, by the way, <laughs> we found this now. Now you're gonna have to come spend an extra twenty five thousand for that. Uh, right. You know that's that's not the way we do it, and that, and that's basically what's earned trust within our clients is that they know that we're gonna put together a pretty comprehensive estimate and proposal for them yes. that uh, outlines and covers, you know, all the possibilities. And you're probably not going to win some deals because of that. Uh, you know what? That's a, and that's fine. We, uh, yeah. but there's, there's people out there that care more about uh, lower prices yes. uh, than they do about quality and trust. And that's basically what my company's built on. And, and with that, there, you know, there's a, there's an additional fee for that. Yes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm at the, perfect size where I am, uh, you know, uh, I would consider myself a big, small company, um, if you would. A big, small company. A okay. Big, small, there you I'm, go. I'm a big, small company. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, 
Yeah, and then some of the other things, too, that uh, uh, have kind of differentiates us is that, um, you know, we've been recognized by the community, uh, you know, by the organizations, by the market themselves um, to some of the things that we bring to the table. Uh, I only entered the commercial real estate industry world about five years ago. Um, and within the first three years, I was already uh, uh chosen by my peers as the uh, allied uh, service provider of the year for commercial real estate industry in Georgia. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was just a couple years ago. So that was that was part of the BOMA organization. So to win the the number one vendor of the whole commercial real estate was, you know, was something I was proud of. You should be. Yeah. And that's an excellent uh, honor. And then just to kind of, you know, show how I uh, how my team works and the process that we go through the very next year uh tiffany uh who also works with me my girlfriend as well she does business development she won commercial real estate young professional of the year award how about that um so you know we uh we we strive on you know doing the right thing making ourselves known uh putting ourselves out there um and uh and 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 winning well yeah well obviously you're winning because you mentioned already Cushman and Wakefield, JLL. I mean, some of these names most people know. What other kinds of projects have you done recently? Uh, you know what we uh, we've done some. Uh, you know, some some I can name some of the things that we do. Some of the stuff that I do, I I, I can't really talk about. Uh, one of the cool things right now we what do types of but maybe is better better word. What kinds of projects have you worked on? Like some of the sexy stuff that we do right now, we do uh, a lot with the Falcons. Um, yeah, you know, I work with the Arthur Blank Foundation and their main facilities director. So most of the things that Arthur does uh, does with any of his properties, uh, I'm involved in. We just finished up a bunch of stuff up at the uh, Falcons uh, training facility. Um, you know, we have other. Uh, cool projects that are uh, that we're working on like right now that are um, like super high security stuff like Google, U- the U.S. Postal Service, the ICE building, Department of Homeland Security, uh, where we're going in and doing these projects here that just have so many different levels of security uh, that it's it's very cool. I've been uh, into several buildings where it's literally as, you're, as if you're walking into a military compound. Uh, trying to get into these buildings uh, yeah. and, and the processes. Um, so, you know, we do that. We've done, uh, we do a lot of, uh, uh, like I said, commercial real estate work. Um, uh, we've done a lot of restaurants, nightclubs, um, but commercial real estate is, is primarily our, our main thing. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to a, uh, a fundraiser tonight for the, uh, the insurance commissioner at a, uh, at a really cool spot down in Midtown called The Establishment, which is a place that I built also. Oh, did you? Yeah. I've been there. Oh, you have? I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that was my doing there. All right. <laughs> very, that was very cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I dabble around in quite a few things. Um, it's yeah. uh, it's fun. Some of the stuff that we do is boring and uh, uh, as far as, like, the work itself. Uh, but there are some sexy things out there that we get involved in. <laughs> you know what? Boring's pretty good too. You know, boring pays. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Sexy's just fun to talk about. <laughs> yes. Well, once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler training. And this is the, the show as Simon says, let's talk business. And we're talking with Billy Gray, the CEO and owner of Gray contracting. And Billy, if you, I think you may have already answered the question, but I'm, I'm always curious about superpowers and secret sauces things like that. And you mentioned the world-class customer service. You mentioned uh, very low turnover. You mentioned making sure that you've got quality work 
being done. So you may have already answered the question, but is there anything else that you would say is this is this is why we're so good? Um, I think that one of the things that uh, makes us really good is uh, in our relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of our stronger suits. Um, you know, we make relationships before we make business. Um, and sometimes those relationships take a while to, to, to fully develop. Um, and so uh, our company is uh, – we're kind of known as one of the funnest companies out there. Yeah. We do a lot of entertaining, um, okay. which keeps our clients on the, you know, on the hook for us a lot. We did yeah. a uh, 60 uh, person, 60 clientele uh, Braves game yesterday. Um, like I said, I've got the event I'm going to tonight. I literally went through my uh, calendar with uh, my two business development people, uh, Holland and Tiffany, and uh, we've got 23 events over the next 21 days. Uh, so we spend a lot of money. We love to give back. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and, and people love that about us. Um, we're not just the typical company trying to do business with you. People like to uh, do business with us because they like us. Yes. They have fun with us. They love hanging out with us. Um, you know, we, yeah. we like I said, we love to, to take care of our own clients and give back. And that's something that uh, uh, a lot of people don't do. They They don't. They're not out there on the grind as hard as we are. Um, so uh, I would say that would be one of the things. Uh, another, uh, and that's kind of more from a clientele perspective, more from an uh, inner office type perspective. I think part of my secret sauce uh, and one of the things that works so great for me, I know we talked about culture before, um, but, uh, you know, several years back, uh, uh, I decided to change the the philosophy of my company and the way that we did things. Um, you know, I had a bunch of guys that worked for me uh, full time. Um, I was paying them all salary or by the hour, which was a pain in my butt, especially in construction because you're having to keep up with the hours and how long were they at lunch or quick trip or what time <laughs> did, or how late did they roll in. Uh, so I, I just had this idea of, you know, why not figure out a way to – give them skin in the game and make them part of the company um so I, I thought about it and i set everybody down and i said hey look guys you know with the amount of money that we're paying out with uh, uh payroll taxes and workers comp i could just put you into business for yourself uh you know and teach you how to run your own business get you set up get your business license open your accounts do your taxes run through all of your different uh, tax audits your insurance workers comp audits so that they could successfully uh, uh start and build a business um and by doing that, uh, I took all these guys off of payroll and uh, I set them down and I said, hey, look, and I'll just use an example. Uh, yeah. uh, I had two of the best painters at the time. I mean, these guys were amazing. The interior designers were just like great. They would, I was getting so much work from interior designers because they just loved the, 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 these guys painting. So I said, hey, look, you know, I'm going to put you guys into business for yourself. And as my company grows and I get more and more paint work, instead of me hiring more painters, I'm going to let you hire them. And I'm actually going to build your company for you. Um, and I've done that with about 20 people. Um, and that's one of the biggest secrets of the sauces that I have is that, um, you know, I have 20 different owners in my company that all are, are you know, a part of it, skin in the game. So every day it's not up to me to go down there and, you know, figure out how to make a million dollars. They're down there doing it for me. Um, And so, uh, and by doing that, you know, those guys have pride in their work. They, uh, you know, uh, 
they're building they, something for themselves. They're building something for themselves. Yeah, yes. I, I remember coming in going, "Hey, why don't we do these two jobs this week?" You know, and and them looking at me going, "Well, why don't we split the crew up and actually instead of doing these two jobs, why don't we do all five of these jobs?" And I'm like, "Okay, let's." Here we go. I, I like that. So yeah. yeah, I got people thinking for themselves now on how to make money for themselves, which in turn makes money for the company and and, nice. and Gray and myself. That's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's nothing better than having uh, a bunch of people that you know are not just coming to work. They're yeah. coming to, you know, something that's theirs, their I'll home. Tell you what, Bill, you're talking about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is a privately held company that is focused on giving to others. Really good stuff. I mean, working with the Arthur Blank Foundation, the diversity uh, uh, directives you're doing, and then, and then giving people a chance to build for themselves. Really good examples of someone who's focused on others, not on themselves, which is the way to have a successful company. That is awesome. Well, people ask me why I wake up in the mornings, and uh, my 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 employees, my partners are, are the reason I do. It's not yeah. because of my clients; it's because of my employees. Yeah. You know, I I it's in my benefit. It's it's what I want is to see them succeed. Yes. Um, and you know, whenever I have company meetings, and these guys pull up in all their new trucks and. You know, guys that I found on the corner some in some instances back in the day, they're pulling <laughs> up in these new trucks, wearing their Ray Bans and Prada sunglasses, and I'm looking at you know, and I'm looking and I'm like, I, I did that, you know, yeah. I, I helped make these guys, you know, put these guys where they're at right now, yes. and uh, and it's very appreciated. These guys are, you know, they come to me often and are like, thank you, you know, for yeah. for doing this for us. That's um, awesome, and that's what that's that's how that's my motor right there. There you go. That like gets that. me excited. I like that. Well, our listeners are going to want to contact you, Billy, uh, to uh, for projects, for work, right, for yep. em- employment, or um, maybe get to get your help setting up as a subcontractor or whatever it might be. So how what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, we got several different ways. Um, you can easily reach out by phone and call our office number, which is uh, 678-530. Nine seven zero zero. Okay, let's uh, say that again. Six seven eight five three zero nine seven zero zero. That's correct. Okay. Uh, we also have a our website that you can go on and uh, request proposals from there, and that's uh, www.graycontracting.net. And again, that is www. Uh, dot gray contracting dot net okay. uh, and there's a uh, section in there where you can just easily go in there and request a proposal it comes to our office and then we'll co- reach out to you immediately there uh, if you just want to just email us directly you can just email us right at info at gray contracting dot net and that is i i n f o info at gray g r a y a y yes yeah. I, get, yeah. I get that one a lot i bet you do yeah <laughs> uh, but it is g r a y dot net G-R-A-Y, contracting.net. Yep. Excellent. Billy, it's great to have you in the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. This has uh, been an exciting day. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. So, once again, this is uh, Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training by Simon, Inc. Our guest today has been Billy Gray, the CEO and owner of, of Gray Contracting. Good stuff. Uh, an organization focused on quality and others. Very good. Okay, well, now it's time to go into our our Ask Al segment where we share uh, sales advice, uh, answer questions from listeners. And uh, so we've got a question today from a listener that I'm going to answer. If you have a question on sales that you'd like to submit to us to get answered on the Ask Al segment, you can email it to me, 
al.simon, S-I-M-O-N, at sandler.com. Al.simon at sandler.com. Just send in your question, uh, and it, you know, sales or sales management type question, and it just might get answered on the air. Today's question, Billy, uh, comes from uh, a listener who says, an ideal potential client called and asked us to bid. You probably never have that, right? Never. Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. So we're so excited. I sent in our quote and haven't gotten an answer. You know, what do I do? <laughs> Typical, classic uh, situation. This is actually one of my pet peeves is when people get a request for a quote or a request for a proposal and all they do is, you know, is, is fill something out or put something on paper words on a screen and send it in and expect that that prospect is going to engage with them, ask questions and refine the quote and so on. And, and, and you know, of course, end up with a closed deal. And so they sit. Now, I remember talking to one, to one uh, of my prospects one time. I said, how do you how do you people get new business? And he said, I'm pretty sure they aggressively wait for the phone to ring. <laughs> and uh, it's just, you know, you can't blame the prospect for this. You cannot blame the prospect. Just because they said, hey, send us a, a quote does not mean that you're going to get the business or even get a call back. Uh, and I don't know why people expect that to happen. So do not blame the prospect. Take responsibility. Go after this thing. And, and, and I'm sorry for this listener because in the, in the, their, their question is, what do I do? And, and the bottom line is, you know, you're pretty much toast. <laughs> you find another you Find another. Find another there you go. Find another prospect. <laughs> Because uh, because all the mistakes were made in the front end, and and, uh, and and so you know you get someone calling in or or emailing in, or filling out a website form with an inbound lead, uh, asking for information or a quote. That's cool. That's all. That's awesome, and that means your marketing's working, your your lead gen's working. Uh, but your job then is to pick up the phone. That's your job. Pick up the phone, and uh, ask a few questions. And, you know, do discovery. Uh, before you put any kind of quote together of any kind. And then make sure that you have next steps set up. Now, we have this thing at Sander we call the upfront contract, but you don't need to know all the details of that. Just know to make sure that you're setting correct expectations about a future conversation. Have it on the calendar, both your, your calendar and the prospect's calendar, and make sure you're doing that. Because when you get an inbound lead that you didn't expect looking for a quote, it is quite possible that you are being what we call spreadsheeted, right? They, they have to show due diligence to their stakeholders, and so they put these RFPs or RFQs out there. And, uh, but if you didn't know it was coming in advance or in, and maybe even help write it, you've probably already lost. Uh, someone else has already been unofficially anointed, and you're column B or C or D on that spreadsheet. Uh, and, um, and, and so if you start to realize that you, you, you can, you can do a better job on the front end when you first get that request, handle it correctly. Uh, so yeah, so that's the answer to this one. Uh, and I, uh, I kind of agree with you there, Al. I mean, I think that it's a, you know, coming from a contractor standpoint, if you yeah. reach out to somebody and they don't get back to you, that's already a red flag right there. Imagine yeah. what it's going to be like after you've already given them money and contracted them to do the work. You know, we have a, uh, 24 hour policy at my office. 
somebody reaches out, you have to get back to them within 24 hours. And you said it perfectly that the, when somebody reaches out to me, our main focus for the next step after we get back is to set the expectations. This is when you can expect us to come out. Once we come out, this is how long you can expect us to actually have the written bid back over to you. Yeah. So you, in my opinion, if, if, if you're the client, you should never have to ask the questions. We should always be telling you, hey, this is when we're coming. This is what time. This is when you can expect it. Um, and that's how you run it. Believe it or not, I started my business off of these things right here. Yeah. I said, what are the 10 things that people hate about contractors? And I made a list of them. And I said, if I don't do those 10 things, I'll win. There you go. I have a, I have a client that uh, that got one of these RF, RFP, in this case, uh, you know, that they didn't, didn't expect. It shows up. He calls up the uh, the issuer of the RFP and says, "Am I column B, C, or D on your spreadsheet?" I actually said that, and the and there was this uncomfortable silence on the other end of the phone at first, and then the guy started chuckling, and uh, said, "Yeah, well, actually, you are." <laughs> and um, and so my client said, "You know what? That's cool. Tell you what, don't make me do all the detail work. Just tell me what you need to know from a you know a high level standpoint. I'll do that for you, so you can show you've done due diligence. If you'll do this for me." I'll do that for you if you do this for me the next time we have a project that you tell us in advance before you issue. And and you know what? A year later he got a he got a deal from that company doing it that way. That's awesome. That is a pretty cool story, isn't it? Yeah, that's that uh, pre pre sale question that uh, a lot of yeah. people don't ask. Yeah. So in Sandler we call that a pattern interrupt. A pattern interrupt. Hey, right. am I column B, C, or D <laughs> on your spread? So here, there you go. So again, this has been. Uh, uh, the Ask Al segment of Simon Says Let's Talk Business. I'm your host, Al Simon. Thank you, Billy Gray, for being with us today. And as always, folks, good selling. Thanks, guys.